Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Unless they don't work, like yesterday for our Stomping Ground review, it is live. We're going to talk tangentially about some Stomping Ground stuff today, but we do a full review Last night, right after the show. Yeah, you may not have heard about it, but it was there. It is available for consumption at this point. If you didn't get the notification. It's irritating, man. Yes, Alex, yes. No notification for you. Yes, you've been a bad boy. Didn't do anything. Anyways, uh, quick note, uh, friendomarket.com. Yeah. There is a 20% off your order sale. Using the promo code STOMP, get your order in soon because this is my last week here and then I'm out of this some bitch forever. I'm heading for to the UK to become the UK's number one. You're only out of here forever if that plane goes pew. Oh no, well, according, the Atlantic. according to my kid, that's going to happen. I, Bama, are we going to have a good time on the plane? No, it's going to crash. Wow, dude. Do do not say that when you're getting on the plane. No, little kid. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, what was I going on about? Oh, patron, we got a bunch of new patrons we yesterday. We did, we did, we did. Thank you, everybody. During the live stream, so that was rad. Um, so I'll give him a shout out. Yeah, that's a good idea. What do you get if you get on the Patreon? What do you get at the twenty dollars? If you kick us twenty dollars, what do you get? Larson? You get the Friendo Care package, which includes this comic book. Featured story that can only be told within the pages of comic books. This was ever made into a ma- major motion picture. It would cost billions of dollars. Oh my God, it'd be like the most expensive movie ever I made. Mean, just for example, look at that a little bit eyeball. Um, Big eyeball, giant eyeball. giant eyeball. There's a frog, frog with a, a giant frog in a diaper. Giant frog. There's all sorts of stuff going on in that There's comic. A lot going on. Rocket. Pack. That's one thing I'm kind. Of, I, I want to try to do on the plane is finish writing the script to the second Stephen Marshall comic book. There you and, go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, on the Patreon, yeah. So at $1, you get a shout-out and you're in our sincerest thanks. You also get the show ad-free. Oh, and you get access to the Discord. You get a lot for a dollar. And Jeez. the $50 tier, you get this T-shirt. That's a fancy T-shirt. Exclusive. Yeah, that's, that shirt don't show up anywhere else, man. No, man. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, new patrons. Uh, David M. Sorry, David M. Lee Morris Pitt. Happy Anderson. Rob Newport. Reynaldo Elliman, uh, Gitorix, Gitorix, one of those, Chris Herndon, and Doug Foxford. Thank you all for your support. Interesting. And uh, yeah, that's thank great you. stuff. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you. Thank you. Anyways, 
uh, I woke up this morning and Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins seems to be in a really good, I'm in a really good mood today, but uh, Seth Rollins is in a really good mood too. You know, I know that because he's just putting everybody on blast on Twitter. Yeah, he's really been on in the last couple well, of days. Well, no, here's what he's doing. He's high on the company guy. That's what he is. He's like, hey, you know what? Lots of people are taking digs at the WWE, and uh, and I think it's unfair. I'm a company guy. I'm the universal champion. I'm the face of the company. And he is taking that by the... You yeah, know, he's by taking the, that mantle by the horns. Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that, that being said, I'm, most of the criticism of WWE is not <clears throat> unfounded anyways. Let's get on this story. Yesterday, though... It started, you, it started on the 22nd. It started on Saturday. Okay, cool. So he responded to WWE posted something on Twitter advertising uh, stomping grounds, and he responded with, quote, he did one of those quote tweet, retweet deals. Yeah. <laughs> with comment. Quote, <laughs> with best comment. Best pro wrestling on the planet, period. Full yeah, stop. hell yeah. Absolutely. And that's fine. I mean, man's, man's you know, he, he, he can have his opinion. Yeah, absolutely. That's his prerogative. Sure. Good on him. That's fine. Of course, most people put him on blast. That's what you do on social media, apparently, including Chris Jericho, who responded with a, a crying, laughing emoji. Oh, well, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, that's all fine. Chris Jericho it. says we're at war right now. Yeah, I know. I love it. And so Seth, during stomping grounds, doubled down on his original sentiment, saying, quote, doubling down. He actually said doubling yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. Best pro wrestling on the planet. See that cruiserweight triple threat. And that's just one night one match amongst the many. Find anyone else alive who do, does what I do as well as I do it, and as often I do it as I do it, you can't. Yeah. Well, there's someone who have been having themselves a really good run of late, mm-hmm. and that man is Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. He responded on, just saying, I'm alive. I'm alive. Seth shot back with, quote, oh, I'm sorry, little guy. We already have a better version of you here, and he just won his first U.S. title tonight. <laughs> Congrats, Ricochet. Keep working hard, though, ding! buddy. Ding! He says, little buddy. Ding! He said, we have a better version of you. And his name is Ricochet. Wow. That's hard to argue with. It's at least a tied version of him. Oh, at least. Ricochet's great. Oh, Ricochet's outstanding. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's having a better year in the ring, though, than Will Ospreay right now. That's all subjective, man. Oh, totally. That's all it subjective, is. you know. Have and you part of Rollins' thing is with how often he does it. I'm just, I'm just, look, I'm just, I like, I like this. I like this a lot. I like the confidence that he has. Uh, I think it's great. I mean, yeah, you can sit there and watch the G1 and be like, that's cool too. You mean, you mean, <laughs> you mean, uh, uh, that's the Super Juniors. That's what just happened. No, I'm talking about Going coming forward. up, yeah, the, yeah. coming up the G1. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. sit there and watch that and be like, yeah, traditionally year to year, these are all the best Here's matches. The thing, though, after he said that, I'm like, okay, we're, I'm really going to pay attention to his match against Baron Corbin tonight to see if they tear the wasn't, house down. Wasn't a great example of great wrestling no, right there. No. No. And no. I kept thinking, why is Seth Rollins, <laughs> who is one of the best wrestlers on the entire planet, mm-hmm. I'm not going to discredit him in any sense uh, in terms of his in-ring ability because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. I enjoy his work thoroughly. Yeah. However, last night, I was sitting there thinking the entire time, why is he in this gimmicky crap? Yeah. Just yeah. let Seth Rollins try to put on a really good match with Baron Corbin without all this gimmicky garbage going yeah, but on around here's the it. thing. We know he can do that. We know he's done that. Well, he's let's see like, it. He's done that like a million times. Well, there's I a, there's a time and place. There's a I time and place it. for this. Last night, there was a time and place. For, you've seen it. You have seen it. No, I didn't, watch, I didn't, watch, it I didn't watch Super Showdown. Actually, I did watch their match, a little bit of it. That wasn't. A, that probably wasn't a good match. It wasn't the Wait, best. Super Showdown? Oh, I watched that one. Yeah. No, that was just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of the nonsense. Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Put the mat in the ring just about anybody. He can bring him to a good match. I want to see that. You've seen it before. But not against Baron Corbin. 
Oh, he's not going to have a great match against. Well, that's Baron what I want to see if he can. Oh no, that's not going to. Without any gimmicky garbage going. That's on. like saying, can you have a great match against Yoshihashi? Yoshihashi is probably a better wrestler than Baron. Oh uh, yeah, without a doubt. Well, I'm not going to say that. No, solidly. he probably is I'm a better wrestler. He solidly. probably is a better wrestler. Maybe he's been. He was a young lion. He's been through New Japan system. I guarantee he's a better wrestler than Baron Corbin is. He lost a match to a ring. Remember? Yeah, people have access. Couldn't even, couldn't even figure out how to get in a ring without without juicing. Well, I mean, people have. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. People have accents. People people mess <clears throat> up. It happens sometimes. So no, I love this. I think it's great. I think that he's he's bringing the fire. And on top of that, you know what? Here, here's here's the thing. It's not just he's saying, "Oh, I'm the best. I'm the best." It's he's rallying the troops. You yeah, know, he's trying to. He's rallying the troops. He's the leader. He's probably he's the locker room leader. And he's saying, "Hey, everybody needs to get on board with this because." This is no joke. It's competition. Is it total toe in the company line? Of course it is. Absolutely. Oh, it totally is. But at the same time, have some freaking pride in what you do. If you think you're the best, then say you're the best. Well, I have no problem with him saying he's the best. Yeah. I have no actually I have no problem with any of this. Yeah. It's I, awesome. I just I was just hoping after saying all this last night he would go to the ring and have a barn burn of a match. Didn't really get that. Yeah, no, it wasn't the night for him to say this is the best thing ever. But at the same time, if he's saying, Hey, WWE I mean, here's the thing about WWE. It's like it's easy to slag the product because the main spotlight is on the show is on the thing that is creatively performing the worst right now. Mm-hmm. But you can't look at 205 Live in those matches. You can't look at NXT. And like to me, NXT is still is still tops everything in the wrestling world. It's the perfect wrestling package. You do not get like takeovers are perfect. And their weekly TV show, by and large, is is perfect. It's an hour of just perfect TV, and that's all under the WWE umbrella. They have a lot of great stuff going on. There's just, when you see how good their non-Vince stuff is, regardless of what people say, I don't think Vince really is all that hands-on with NXT or 205. When you take a look at how great their that, that stuff is, you can't help but think, man... Just imagine how great. Like, they could be the best wrestling on the oh, planet. Oh, it could be. Up there. They do. It's they certainly right do now, have though. the talent for it. Oh, they definitely do, and there's no arguing that. Yeah. No arguing that. Uh, while we're on the subject of stomping grounds, let's, let's touch on this real quick uh, because uh, we're getting some estimates about how many people were in the building at the Coma Dome last night. Mm-hmm. For stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Defy Wrestling's Matt Farmer mm-hmm. uh, uh, tweeted... That he estimated the crowd about six thousand. That's kind of low, man. That's very low. Oh, but here's the thing: the venue size is like eighteen six. That wow for a wrestling show. Wow, if they hadn't tarped off. I was thinking the, it was like six thousand. Half the venue, no, it's it's eighteen. It can <laughs> accommodate man. eighteen wrestling, eighteen thousand wrestling fans. Yeah. Uh, Dave Melser noted on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, I think last night after the show, probably that the paid admission was somewhere between four thousand forty five hundred, but that they were giving away tickets. At a local mall. I'm sorry. I love in to chat, paper the building a little bit. I love in chat that I have people super defending Yoshihashi. <laughs> you just like to make fun of Yoshihashi. I do. Of course I do. I felt so bad when his head was bleeding so much. Yeah, he just tripped, man. But it was pretty. Happened, it was pretty funny though. <laughs> he came out to make the save. He was stumbling around. That was hilarious. Well, he tripped, fell, and busted his head open. I know. Concussed himself. I know. It was pretty funny. You laugh too. Don't don't act like you don't get no, a lie. You I'm laugh not, too. I'm not. But I'm not going to use that as to base my sole opinion of Yoshihashi. Neither am I, dude. I was just joking. Uh, so anyways, what are so we yeah, talking about the, now? The, the lack of people in Tacoba Dome. Oh, so that's we saw, terrible. We saw yeah. a lot of pictures on Twitter. Oh, I was going to look and see where, if the attendance is confirmed 6,000, how that would rank on our list of least attended pay-per-views. 
the worst one the, we had was 3,500. Yes. Hogan's was number 10 with 65. 65. So it would have been number... Like what, eight or nine? Eight. Number eight? It would have tied for eight. So I'm in eight or nine. With Taboo Tuesday, 2005. Yeah, that's not good. That's man. bad. That's not good. And here's the thing too: like you look at the the car that's that looks like it's going to happen for Extreme Rules. There's a lot of the same stuff going on. Yeah, I know. We're going to get some uh, 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 permutation, some variation. That mixed tag hardcore Extreme Rules match that's got to happen, right? Wait. Oh, uh, Seth and Becky versus Baron and Lacey. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I guess there there might be some added appeal because you see Seth and Becky tagging up, but it's the same feuds going on that people already don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the problem is a lot of stuff on raw is just the same as it was. And here's the thing, like they could be treating SummerSlam as the summer version of WrestleMania where, where you have your story, like WrestleMania historically it, it, for the most part has been the time where stories kind of culminate. They've been going on for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then after mania, there's a restart. Yeah, sure. Uh, in terms of storylines. Yep. And it'd be cool if for once in recent memory, they would take that opportunity to restart at WrestleMania to start building stuff instead of just for the next pay-per-view for SummerSlam. So SummerSlam could be the summer version of WrestleMania where you build stories up, huge blow-offs happen at SummerSlam, hit the reset button, and then you can keep going either till Survivor Series or Rumble in the same fashion, probably Survivor Series. Uh, that would be nice because then you're at least you're getting three to four months storylines playing out potentially um, instead of just kind of... Uh, Instead of right now, we're gonna have three weeks of build for SummerSlam. There's three weeks between elimination or uh, Extreme Rules and SummerSlam. That's gonna be the build for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing Seth versus Baron is like continue the SummerSlam because that's not really a money match. So whatever Seth's match at SummerSlam is, it gets three weeks of build. Well, maybe we'll get. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get the mixed tag thing, which seems. I mean, I'm just speculating. That it just seems, seems obvious, obvious. they're going to do it. I didn't rules. look at. I, I mean, I saw some of. Uh, oh, the saw, raw preview. I mean, here, yeah. Not to skip ahead. Let's see here. Are they even mentioning who changed rules now? It has toppled Corbin. Okay, so I do not believe for a second that digital that they're the people who do their previews know what's going to happen. No, However, this was actually up kind of late this morning. This does say, oh, was it? Okay, this does say now that Rollins has toppled Corbin, will a new contender, oh, God, okay, will a new contender step up or are Seth's problems with the lone wolf just beginning? And then this says Becky might not be finished with uh, with Lacey Evans. Yeah, no, this, they're going to continue so, these feuds on until Extreme Rules. No, I total, dude, I totally feel what you're saying. On the flip side of that, and I'm not, dude, I know I'm like, acting like WWE Mark today, but there, there, I think there is a taking, flip side to that. You're taking notes from Seth Rollins today. <laughs> I, I was inspired. Man. I, I think it's great, man. Talk to, and here's the thing. He could have easily just left Osprey alone, but like, you know, he acknowledged him and he talked shit back. I think that's great. That's awesome. Well, here's I, hope, I hope Osprey fires back, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's great. Yeah. Um, but okay, so the flip side of that, Dolph has to be gone, right? Dolph has to be gone. I don't know, man. He's got to be gone. I don't know. That's got to be the thing. No, they're advertising uh, uh, Kofi versus Dolph versus Kevin Owens for Extreme Rules. Fuck, what do I care? I'm out of here in a week anyways. <laughs> You're not going to be here for Extreme Rules. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I'm what do one, I care? I'm the one that has to Where suffer my through build it. To, my build to SummerSlam starts right now. So God, really? Yeah. They're advertising for SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no for, that's, the, that's the title match for, for Extreme, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules? Yeah. That's got to be that's a that's got to be a placeholder. Wheel. It's got to be a placeholder. Well, it was originally 
Kofi versus Owens, and they made a triple threat. Man. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, Reigns is going to take on McMahon and McIntyre. I know you said that was uh, advertised for First Extreme Rules. Rules. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But And here's this is another thing that bugs me about Raw Preview. I'll start hopping over to the anti-WWE bandwagon now. Good. If you don't mind. Oh, uh, by all means, please. <laughs> Welcome. Is what? How's the water, Larson? The door's wide open. Okay. I'm uh, sitting here with the door open waiting for Steve to talk sh- trash about WWE. <laughs> My pants are off. And speak of the glory of all elite wrestling. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ricochet is going to fight AJ Styles tonight. Yeah, that's cool. Well, something, I mean, AJ apparently isn't even like, medically cleared to compete. No, it's not cool. You know what would have been cool? Uh, so like, we got that the photo thing last yeah, night, yeah. right? D- don't do that. Tonight, Ricochet comes out, and, and he says, in the grand tradition of R-Truth and John Cena. U.S. Open Challenge, yeah. U.S. Open Challenge, and the entire club come out, and they just sort of surround him, and they do the, you know, hey, buddy, you know, but yeah, slap him on the back you know, thing. Kind of Give us a two-sweet. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it about him not two-sweeting, but make that a small part of it. Like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm here for competition. You're here to, like, what, talk crap, try to intimidate me? Yeah, I'm not yeah. intimidated. Yeah, I'm not a part of your club. Like, yeah, and here's the thing. Have AJ and the club come out to the club's music because that club music is actually pretty cool it pretty and it's good. kind of intimidating. You it know what is, I mean? Yeah. It's kind of scary. It's got like bullets in the freaking it Tron. Is yeah, it is a bit ominous. Like, because then you're surprised and you're like, whoa, this is going to be really cool. Yeah, no. You know? No, I agree. They should say something like that for Raw because it feels spontaneous and unpredictable. Yeah, man. And that's not really something they do on Raw very often. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, I'm guessing Raw might be a little balls today, Steve. Yeah, you know, speaking, speaking of balls, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, <laughs> balls. That's great. No, truly, really thanks to Manscaped. Yes. They're, they're great. Yes, speaking of balls, though, it looks like WB's trying to fashion some balls uh, to change up their broadcasting. You got to work on that, man. You got to work on those. I've been listening to a lot of Conrad. Here, this, is, this is my thing. You got no, You got to look in a mirror, and you got to be convincing with it. You got to practice. When you're on the road, practice your segues, man. All right. That's what you got to do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure thing. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, over the weekend, we got a lot of word about WWE changing up their broadcasting uh, production presentation. Oh, yeah. Somewhat. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, that's what Post Wrestling had to say about all that. Quote, on Sunday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Brian Alvarez reported a recent WWE production meeting where Vince McMahon had instituted a change where there'll be no more wrestling during the commercial breaks on television. And checking up on this, I confirm this is true with the edict announced this past Monday during the production meeting. The idea is that legitimate sports don't play during the break, so they are adjusting their match presentation. They continue. On SmackDown, they still have two matches per show that run during the commercial breaks with picture-in-picture on the USA Network. To clarify, it is unknown if this will continue on SmackDown or not. Now, this isn't entirely true. There are moments where commercial break, I'm thinking football, commercial break might go a little long and they'll cut back to the action. Okay, sure. Uh, Baseball, I've seen, they will do picture in picture. 
especially like during a pitching change? Uh, the only I'm trying to think for basketball, they picture and pictured when OJ had the chase going on. I remember mm-hmm. that back in 94. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall. I can't remember if they do that. Yeah. If they do that. Now there's so many timeouts in, in basketball. Yeah. Um, so I guess that is why we're getting these random two out of three falls matches. So you have a fall commercial break. I guess it's going to be potentially more of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. if they can find a way to make it work storyline-wise, which they really haven't so far, so what's stopping them? Yeah. Um, or just keeping matches shorter so they fit within a segment. And I guess maybe that's why when we went to SmackDown, there's so many uh, entrances that were interrupted uh, for commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Are they just having more commercial breaks? Is that the, is that the issue? The only, the I mean, the only evidence I have it would that wouldn't surprise good it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. There, you know, anecdotally, there was that one tweet from that one rando that said, you know, uh, coming from the advertising world, I can tell you that they are probably doing make goods right now because their ratings mm-hmm. have been low. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you, I guarantee you, they promised based off of <clears throat> ratings a year ago, and everything's down twenty percent. Yeah, so that would not surprise me. Um, well, shit, I don't even know. I don't even. I don't, I don't know what schedule they 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 give their projections on what schedule they're on like if it's a year by year quarter by yeah, quarter i don't know i don't know, what don't it know. Is. i don't know i mean anecdotally we've had uh, sponsors that you know buy out an entire year mm-hmm. based on our projections mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know yeah who knows um <sighs> so i don't know how i feel about this i don't like my wrestling matches being interrupted by commercial breaks but i also don't want unmotivated two out of three falls matches happening for basically no real reason so okay uh a recent okay <clears throat> so like if 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 they start doing a bunch of random two out of three falls matches just to satisfy this new edict from vince i get it but I, two out of three fall matches should be motivated by story it's a bit of cross yeah no i agree i agree with that totally i'm a bit of a crossroads i really don't like commercial breaks during matches. okay so i also don't like random crap happening for no reason last week on raw everything everything was shorter yep. they packed that they packed more in yeah and, and then they broke up matches that were longer by making them two out of three falls or elimination matches. The elimination one, they said we're going to give them a rest for the commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean, the maximum amount of time between commercials. It's about two minutes and 20 seconds, roughly. No, no, the maximum amount oh. of time. I'm sorry. The maximum amount of time that the, the chunk of show airs without commercials. Like between commercials, uh, I don't know. Depends 10? on like the segment. Yeah, usually I think it's usually four eleven-minute segments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or five nines. I mean, because every hour of television is actually forty-five okay. minutes ish. You know how stuff. Raw went through that spell of having matches that would be like twenty-five minutes long. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, Seth, yeah. Seth on seemingly on a weekly basis would yeah, have like yeah, a twenty-five yeah, yeah, yeah. minute match. Yeah, I'm actually totally fine. Just cutting the commercial during that, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem. If something really cool happened, you replay the thing. Um, What my problem is is when there's 15 minutes left in the show, we do an entrance, commercial entrance, two minutes of match, commercial, commercial, yeah, and then you know the whatever the the five minutes left there is, three minutes left or whatever. That's my main problem. When you have 15 minutes left. And we and of that we get to see about five minutes of match because they got at jammed the, the last at the two end of the show. Yeah, no, I don't. I honestly don't mind if you're doing it. If you have a three hour broadcast, I don't really mind if it's a uh, a loser locker room match, a low level tag match, um, a, even a mid card match with a couple of guys like I don't know Mojo Raleigh versus Titus and oh that's gonna happen on main event. But like I don't know if it's 
if it's an exciting wrestle like a Ricochet, a Samoa Joe, something like that, that people are really going to be geeked out for the wrestling, they know who their wrestling wrestlers are, mm-hmm. you know? Don't cut the commercial break for those guys. No. A heavy machinery match, you're probably not going to miss much. Yeah. You probably are not going to miss much. Yeah. It's a, it is a pacing issue because far too often, uh, as you mentioned, especially the last segment or last two segments are way too broken up by commercials. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's a situation where, you know, whether it's 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 for baked goods or whatever, they got jammed some extra commercials in the, at the end of the show just based on the timing of everything. I don't know. I mean, one of the things that we talked about that I thought they were going to do when Foley said, hey, the third hour is going to be awesome mm-hmm. is just focus on the wrestling in the third hour, especially the last half hour, the main event scene. Yeah. You know, focus on your killer match. You want to leave people with, man, that match was awesome at the end of your show as yeah. opposed to, oh, my God, I just saw a five minute match that I wish could have been 12 because I like the people involved. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What? No, I was just trying to like, I, I, like ads they might run at the end of the show. It's like you come away from the end of the raw thinking about bacon strips rather than. I know, than, no, than I, the I know. quality of the match. Yeah, I don't know why bacon strips just popped in my head. Uh, yeah, I don't those know. are dog. That's dog treats. That is true. Those are dog treats. I was gonna say Geico. They run Geico ads, don't they? Yeah. What? Who's Flow? Progressive. Uh, progressive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Geico's kind of doing omnibus commercials now with all the characters. They got the Caveman, the Talking Camel. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed Caveman. And, I wasn't like super paying attention, but I saw Caveman the other day. Yeah, man. Omnibus, what a great word. It is a good word. Um, PW Insider is uh, also reporting about Vince's edict, but they add, quote, PW Insider has also been told by one source that an idea of trying matches with multiple rounds has also been pitched at some point in the last few weeks. Remember the old European round system, but there's no word yet. Uh, when that idea will be executed. I'm not opposed to that, but that ain't going to happen. They're, they're not going to do that. No. That would be even weirder than the wild card I know, rule. because that's such a huge departure from I know. historically how WWE's conducted themselves. And it's, again, they would, they would just start doing it. There'd be no motivation for it. Probably, other than Vince coming out and saying, I'm going to come out here and shake things up. That'd be the most likely thing that they would do, have Vince just yell. Um, I'll throw this out there. Maybe for they have been referring a lot more often. Well, when it's been around as the IC title to the IC title as the workhorse title, maybe for like IC title matches or in the intercontinental division. That would mean Finn Balor actually has to be on TV, though. Um, no, I know. I know. Which hasn't well, been happening. Yeah. But I mean, if they did like a division linked to a specific title that already existed. Yeah. I could. Maybe that could be something cool. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm all for trying new stuff as long as it's it's. I just want to be motivated. I don't want to be random, you know. So much of what they do just seems reactionary and random without storyline motivation for it. Yeah, just give me motivation for it. I don't. Fine. I mean, my thing is this: it's it's supposed to be a sporting event. New rules are instituted with sports every once in a while. I mean, every year the yeah, all the, I, know, all the I get that. that. But the issue with with that is what, what, how could you I'm sorry how could you possibly motivate storyline wise um, instituting rounds uh, well they say this is, this is I'm not saying this is a good example this is an example pops my sure head. yeah saying it's the European round system have someone like Pete Dunn from NXT UK come to the main roster and saying I'm gonna start doing things a little differently around here how does he possibly have the authority to do that he's bruised away man <laughs> Triple H comes out with him oh, that's what okay, it is okay alright it's like he wants to come out here and make a name for himself. We're going to start doing things a little different with Pete Dunn matches. Yeah. Start it that way. If there was some sort of formal recognition of, hey, this is the this is the division, like this mid-card division, this mid-card title scene, the USIC title scene, 
is where the workhorse. You guys want pure wrestling? That's fine. I'm just saying. You want pure wrestling? I feel like it just needs to be motivated. We could take someone a a promo from somebody saying, "Hey, I'm gonna out here to prove that I'm the workhorse. We're gonna start doing." three five minute rounds or five three minute rounds yeah that's simple that's yeah. fine i'm fine I'm with the, that just i don't want vince coming out saying all right all the matches gonna happen this way now i don't want that either because you're that's right lame that's terrible i need i want character or storyline motivation and your point about sports changing rules the issue with that is there's not or at least in theory uh narratives that are supposed to be happening in those sports related to how the rules are implemented the rules are implemented to to improve the quality of the game and that's not the case in wrestling no i agree i'm just saying like they can they can say that there's a sports reason and try to provide one. Yeah, you know. So no, I I agree. What regardless of what it is, I'd like somebody to actually come out and explain why it's happening mm-hmm. and, and have it mm-hmm. make some amount of sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I do. I do. I'll I'll say this though. Again, you know, we saw this with two hundred five. We saw this with Ricochet's little bit last night when he won the U.S. title. I like that they seem they, there seem to be some sort of understanding that hey things kind of aren't working the way things aren't working great as is and we need to freshen yeah. things up a little bit and I, I just hope their motivation for that is improving the actual quality of the product and not trying to jam as many advertisements in the show. Um. Yeah. I, know. I understand they got to pay the bills and all. Well, there was also that rumor that Fox wanted fewer commercials. Mm-hmm. So I don't even I don't know, man. Yeah. Who know. knows? Who knows? Hopefully that'll be the way of the future. Uh, anyways, let's talk about All Elite Wrestling and their TV show. Uh, PW Insider is reporting, quote, on June 18th, that's about a week ago, All Elite Wrestling applied to trademark Wednesday Night Dynamite. Mm. So that may be the night they choose to air their TV on TNT. That is so predictable. Like, yeah. I mean, we saw that coming a million miles Well, away. last we heard it was up to Tuesday or Wednesday, but the issue with TNT is on during basketball season, there's... NBA basketball on and the TNT. basketball season is so long these days. Yeah, like it goes from October to including playoffs, basically June. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes forever. And then on TNT, especially, they do the uh, seven months the, during the playoffs. Yeah, there's yeah. Like, if you include playoffs, there's a lot of basketball. Late October going on. to mid June, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's a long basketball. time. That's Although long the finals time. are on, uh, they're on uh, ABC. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be early June, yeah. late May. Still, it's a long time. It's a, it's a pretty good stretch. So yeah, Wednesday night, not a shocker. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it makes all the sense. Hopefully, they have uh, uh, good lawyers that can uh, expedite things. Oh, in terms of the trademark <laughs> process, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I am hey, sure you, they hey, do. Hey, Mr. Khan, can we borrow one of your lawyers? <laughs> I am sure they do. Let's go do raw preview. It's relatively brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, today first one reigns to battle mcmahon and mcintyre in two-on-one handicap match despite putting up with nearly constant interference from shane mcmahon the resilient roman reigns emerged triumphant over drew mcintyre wb stomping crowns that still really irritates me uh there is no rest in wb however for as the dust cleared an irate shane o'mac made it clear that he and the scottish psychopath will look to punish reigns in a two-on-one handicap match tonight on raw will reigns defend his yard against such overwhelming odds or the chances the revival get involved too. Say yeah. United States champion Ricochet to battle AJ Styles tonight. Ricochet took full advantage of his first singles title opportunity by overcoming Samoa Joe to capture the esteemed United States championship. Now that he's title holder, however, it is clear that he will have no shortage of challengers. Case in point, moments after AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and... Carl Anderson invited themselves into the new title holders photo shoot. The phenomenal one said he would see Rick Shea on raw. Hey, come on too sweet. Me too sweet. Me brother. Come on. Good brother. Too sweet. Me man. Sorry. I can't help you there. Jerk. Case in point. I have his principles. I respect that. Oh my 
goodness. It's just it's just a couple of fingers, man. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it, man. Ricochet doesn't want it too sweet and let him not too sweet. Case in point, Larson, moments after. Nope. Uh, WWE.com has since learned that the two superstars will, in fact, square off in a non-title match. Will Ricochet rise above? Will Styles end the celebration and set himself up with a future title opportunity? Hmm. Seth Rollins, Universal Challenges. Man, are we going to get a heel AJ That's hanging cool. out with the club? That'd be cool. Oh, that could be cool. That'd be cool. And then Finn comes in, and you think he's going to save Ricochet, but no. There you go. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Israel. Uh, Seth Rollins retained his universal title at WB Stomping Grounds despite the underhanded efforts of Baron Corbin special guest referee Lacey Evans, who changed the rules throughout the matchup. Now that Rollins has toppled Corbin, will a new contender step up, or are Seth's problems with the lone wolf just beginning? It's going to be the latter. It's going to be one more match. Yeah. Mixed tag, tag match at uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah. That's the answer. And then, uh, well, I mean, here, okay, so here's the thing about Seth. I mean, they're just probably going to do Seth versus Brock at SummerSlam, right? Unless he's actually going to do the opportunistic no, cash-in like thing. Do the you think so? Thing. My gut's tell me they're saving that for that first SmackDown on Fox, man. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's see here. So I'm and guessing then, that episode's going to be all hands on deck. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right about that. Finally, the yeah, they're, they're totally going to go into that without a real plan. <laughs> uh, finally, the man might not be finished with the lady in the aftermath of WWE stomping grounds. What a bummer. Lacey Evans may have cost Rollins the universal title if it wasn't for Raw Women's champion Becky Lynch, who stormed the ring and took out the sassy Southern Belle. Becky beat the lady in their Raw Women's Championship match, but it's a safe bet this heated rivalry will continue to burn tonight on Raw. I'm in love! Burning love! Burning love! Yeah, anyways. Let's do some questions, Steve. Hey. Hey, I want to ask you some questions. questions. We're going to answer them immediately. I want you to answer them immediately. Rich Hardesty, today's my birthday. Here's a gift from me to you. Thank you, Rich, and happy birthday. Thank you, Rich, and happy birthday. Absolutely. Uh, Alex C., two pounds to trash Yoshihashi. Oh, I think I did plenty of that in this episode. Yeah. Another two-pounder. Message retracted. Nice. Thank you, Space Robot Unicorn. This is an interesting question from Chris Morank. You name a single great Seth Rollins WWE match. Yeah, um, a couple of really good Intercontinental Title matches. So, in terms of, perf- I mean, it's not a single match. Oh, when he was in that Gauntlet match, the performance of the Gauntlet match, yeah, yeah was amazing. Yeah, his uh, what was it a Brock Cena triple threat? Yeah, that was really good. Whatever Royal Rumble twenty fourteen. He's just like consistently one of the best wrestlers there is. He had uh, uh, the triple threat uh, Intercontinental Title match at Mania two years ago. Him, mm-hmm. Miz, and Finn was really good. Mm-hmm. His match against Triple H at Mania was really yeah, good. Mania was really it good. It was a really well-told story. Yeah. He's had plenty of really good matches. Yeah. I don't know what his highest Meltzer-rated match is. It might be the scene of Brock. Yeah, probably. Match. That makes sense. Uh, Patrick Sparks, if Heavy Machinery wins the tag titles, would that break the legitimacy that Brian and Rowan have built? Or not because they help build up new talent to that stage. It uh, man, it all depends on what they do with it. Yeah. Just winning it doesn't really mean anything. <clears throat> they need to put on more matches, kind of like the one we saw last night, but also you know, like serious matches, not just doing the worm and stuff yeah. like that. Once you start doing the worm, you kind of kill the legitimacy. So uh, Meltzer gave Rollins versus AJ at Money the Bank four and a half stars. That was a really good match. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
There's a bunch of tag matches. I'm looking for how many matches. four and a half were there. I was like looking at. There's two. Well, that's one's a, a six man tag match. Shield. Are you able to change the order of I don't think the so. criteria? Okay, never mind then. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lord Z- uh, Zypher, kayfabe reason Finn was not on the show last night. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, I'm going to say in kayfabe, he's uh, on vacation. There I think in kayfabe, you can still take vacation. Yeah, I think they so. have mandatory time off, but it's yeah. in kayfabe, so yeah, it's fake. Kayfabe, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, his match against Cena at SummerSlam, the, the where the WWE title and the US title up on the on line that John Stewart got involved in. That was really good. Oh yeah, that was good. What did, what did old four and a half? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good question. This is a really good question. Uh, Drebin212. Who would win in a ref battle royal of all the male refs? Oh, it would be Drake. He's a former wrestler. It would, former would, it, wrestler. would it come down to Drake and uh, <laughs> he's a former deathmatch? That's good. Uh, or he did some CZW. No, stuff. no, no, no. I'm not laughing at your suggestion that he is because I know he is. I just like that that's going to help him. the deathmatch aspect is going to put him over the top in the battle royal. Uh, he would win against Jack Daddy. Yeah, but Jack Daddy's Drake's in swole. Still pretty good shape too, man. He's in good shape. Yeah, I give the edge to Drake. Um, what about Danilo? We saw him take one a nasty oh, his one yesterday. Gone now. <laughs> Drake. There's no doubt in my mind. It's Drake. I wonder if Dan- hey, I wonder if Danilo because Danilo probably he was he probably used to be a wrestler back in the day oh, maybe. or something. Maybe I wonder if that was just a really good sell job by him, or if he actually busted his knee. Look legit. Look looks super, look super legit. I hope he's okay. I didn't notice anything last night about. No, that I haven't stuff. seen any update either. Uh, Rich Hardesty was that Alistair Omega? I guess when I was doing my Alistair. Yeah, you started out as Alistair, but then you transitioned to the Kenny. To the Kenny. Uh, Tom talks rubbish. Says first live stream in a while. Miss you guys. Hmm. Happy to have you back, Tom. Miss you too, Tom. Uh, Dylan has a suggestion as far as uh, how to get through commercial breaks. Rest mm-hmm. holds. Mm-hmm. That's not much fun for the live audience, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania. Yeah. Uh, I got some bad news for Juan here. He asks, are you guys going to the AAA Lucha Libre show at the Forum in L.A. in October? A little pricey. Yeah, they're like really pricey. Yeah, it's expensive tickets. So we'll get like once we get closer to it, we'll take another look and see if like we can get some cheap ones yeah it was just a little expensive for decent seats and at AAA, where you want to be front row seems kind of scary with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Uh, Alto. Somebody might fall on you. Says Sacramento has weird strip clubs. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't he know also means. says uh, prediction punishment for Steve should uh, 
going over to Sacramento dressed up and talking like John Cena while Larson vlogs everything. So if you lose predictions again, he says you could dress up like John Cena and go around talk like John Cena. Uh, what would be the flip side of that? Because I won predictions last night. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris Pena, 205 Live is better than the main roster product. Yay or nay, in your opinion, last night showed that everyone was sleeping on 205 Live. Drew is number one. I think uh, the matches on 205 Live are consistently as good, if not better, than the matches on main roster television. I agree. I agree. So if that's your lone basis uh, or your lone criteria for excellence, then, yeah, you can make the case. Wrestling is such a weird, like, you need a confluence. You need, like, a bunch of Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. a bunch of ingredients, including crowd reaction, which 205, unfortunately, doesn't usually have great crowds behind them. Yeah, firebomb. How do you write the ship with Drew? I mean, my God, a handicap match, which he's probably going to lose. Yeah, he should have won last night. He should have won last night. Even if it took Shane helping, he should have won last night. I mean, it all looks bad. It's all bad. Yeah. You can't have Shane helping and then, like, he went. Like, you don't get – I don't really think you get much more – yeah, is it, is it, does it suck even more that he lost? It's just – it's all just sort of, eh. Yeah. Like, he should be, like, destroying people. Yeah. He should at least get one clean win over Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know. Clean. Uh, in reference to our conversation last night mm-hmm. uh, about what's worse, seeing someone blow out their knee or getting a, in a hardcore match, a, shri- a syringe stuck through their mouth, Greg Morris asked me, Larson, is this worth than a limb turned the wrong way with a picture of someone getting a, a syringe shoved through their cheek? That's, it's a close-up of a guy with a crimson mask. Yeah. He's got a syringe going through. I mean, I'm not a fan of that image. But uh, that see to me here's the thing that right there sickens me less than if I were to see a gif of for example like Kevin Ware or any of the guys who like yeah yeah no I understand that completely their stuff broke their leg or knee jacked up their knee real bad yeah yeah I understand that completely because the long term ramifications for that the needle through the cheek assuming there's that those are clean needles are using yeah it's pretty minimal yeah sure um and i don't have like a a, a thing about needles mm-hmm. some people don't like getting shot stuff that mm-hmm. doesn't really bother me nonetheless it in my mind and i don't I, it's, it's kind of hard to explain it just given i think how i am like i'm a bit of a germaphobe sure like from a sanitary standpoint that seems far more ghastly that yeah than a knee going the wrong way no i feel you i get you i get you like it's just it, it it's like it's just what what freaks you out mm-hmm. i'm more freaked out by limbs twisting in different yeah. directions you're more freaked out by the the the, the, the micro level the quantum level yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm more freaked out by the macro the macro yes <laughs> yeah because what do i always say about the human body larson resilient yes it's a resilient thing that's right uh, let's see here. Justin Wern, if AEW were to fail, would this be the last chance for anyone to give WWE actual competition? Would WWE be, would they have a monopoly on wrestling at that point? I don't think it'd be the last time someone uh, tried to start up a wrestling company. I think it would be the last time in a while. Forever, I mean, forever is a very long time. Yeah, forever is forever. So, uh, like, infinity is a long time. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say ever, yeah. but certainly it, it's, I think it's, I think it's probably more possible going forward because it sort of put a spotlight on 
just how much of an audience these wrestlers can potentially command without the WWE just on their own. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say on their own. They had New Japan, they had Ring of Honor, but so much of it was just them doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I th- but yeah, I mean, this is this is a, a singular opportunity right here. Yes, uh, Rao. Who would you have instead face Becky and Seth singles or mixed tag extreme rules for a quick feud? Imagine if it was a mixed tag match between uh, Seth and Becky and Drew and Nikki Cross. How about this? How awesome would that be? That'd be great. That'd be awesome. How about this? What? Seth and Becky versus Brock and Shayna. Interesting. Oh, careful there. Wouldn't that be great? Or Drew and Shayna. That'd be scary. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be really good. That would be good. Well, see, you know the problem, though, man? At this point, when you say Drew, what, what, like, why do I care? You know what I mean? I love Drew McIntyre, but what have I seen with him lately, man? Loss. Yeah. L's. Like, that doesn't, like, Brock is scary. So I'm just thinking, like, yeah, Drew scary? should be scary. He, he should be. Totally should be. In my mind, he still is scary because I like him so much. Michael Krauser, after the Seth and Baron feud is over, if that ever happens. Uh, who do you guys think will be next in line to go for the Universal title leading into SummerSlam? My hope is that it's Samoa Joe. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. That'd be great. Although I don't know if they view Joe versus Seth as like a huge money feud for SummerSlam. I see right now, I see in, in, in my personal power rankings for guys that are like more of a threat than the other, Joe trumps drew by quite a margin yeah right now he really does like he's legit scary yeah drew like is just palling around he's henchman and he's not really doing much yeah and it's a shame it's not because it shouldn't be that way yeah it's garbage but joe whether it's creative or joe himself they have found a way like he's legitimately scary here's the thing is joe's never really had to be anybody's henchman i know i know that's the huge problem right there. even when even when triple h had him attack whoever it was seth or whoever yeah uh, when Joe made his debut on Raw, which is a freaking great debut, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way, he was what do they call him? Like a mercenary or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, it'd be a, a, a good kind of uh, outside the box pick. Give us Rey Mysterio versus Seth. Like, why is yeah, it'd be awesome. Why is Drew with Shane? Why? Yeah, I don't know. He's never is. Shane has never said, "Hey, I'm paying this guy a bunch of money." No, he's, he's never, never said like, that. Hey, if you do this for me, you'll get a title shot. Nothing. There's never been anything. No, there's no motivation for it. There's nothing. Yeah. There is nothing. Uh, Man, Mysterio versus Seth would be awesome. Oh, my God. I know. You want to say you're the best wrestling on the planet? Give us that. Yeah. yeah. Let them do Destroyers and all that stuff. Yeah. That'd be rad. That'd be cool. Oh, whoa. Wait. Seth versus Andrade. Yeah, Andrade's on SmackDown, though. Since when has that mattered? Ah, wild card. Andrade's going into a feud with Apollo Crews, too. Um... Shaggy, fantasy book how Vince lets cameras in the back for Ricochet and Triple H's NXT father-son embrace. So you want us to kayfabe it. What's the Uh, kayfabe motivation for it? I mean, are cameras kayfabe? Cameras aren't really kayfabe. uh, Because cameras show up in locker room. I feel like whenever cameras are backstage places, they're not, they don't, they don't really exist. Because why would a camera guy be in a hotel room? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So kayfabe cameras don't exist. Yeah. You know, anything that isn't out there mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the arena. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand that. They're invisible people. Speaking of Rey Mysterio, this is from Fight 
Vol, who's reporting from PW Insider. That's right. Hoping for Ray to return sometime in July. You would need Ray to like go on a bit of a win streak for that to make yeah, sense with no, Seth, anyways. But Andrade would be killer. That would be great. Boy, that'd be something else. Maybe SummerSlam 2020. I guess something like that. Yeah, they sort of have him going in fits and stops, huh? Like he'll get like a big push and then foot off the gas. Yeah. One thing to do with Bray for SummerSlam, he's got to have a match at SummerSlam. You think they know? No. Well, they know Bray how? versus Seth, that'd be cool. But then Bray would just lose. Yeah, whatever Bray does, it needs to be a win. Yeah. It has to be a win. What a breezy show today. Yeah. Went right through that. So, I mean, we just did the, the stomping grounds. Right mm-hmm. here, you know. Uh, what do we have coming up for Overrun today, Larson? I was looking for that and really haven't found anything yet. All right. So we'll keep digging. Yeah, we'll take about five, ten minutes. We'll work on something. We'll find something to talk about. It's always a delight. So we've got a bonus episode coming up called Overrun. We do. And uh, it's for the uh, $1 patrons and all members, right? That is correct. $1 patrons and all YouTube members. So if you want in on that, either hit that join button on YouTube or you can go to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Ooh, is that more news? Is that actual more news? Or are we already I don't know. About I don't know. I don't know. On the low attendance at Stomping Grounds. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. And until next time, if I can figure out how to work this thing, here we go. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.